Hey guys, it's Allie and welcome to another episode of Dollcast. This episode, we've got a very special guest. We have Micah from Vixie Pixie 7. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. So do you want to tell people if they don't know for some reason what your channel's about? Yeah, so Vixie Pixie 7 is a stop motion channel. I guess like most of AGTube, so... I just love American Girls and I love all kinds of videos with them, but I specifically specialize in animation, so I make the dolls move without my hands showing. So we're going to start with a little lightning round just to quickly get to know you a little bit. So how many dolls do you have? I have 11 dolls, just counting mine. Like you have the main family and then there's like the extras and then other dolls too. Yes. So when did you start your channel? I started in 2009, June 14th. So recently, well, not recently. My <laughs> anniversary was recently. Yeah. What was your most popular YouTube video? For a really long time, it was a dance mom stop motion that I made. And I think more recently, it's a stop motion called Take a Brain Break. I think that has over a million, so that's cool. I love the Dance Moms one. <laughs> I, I believe I like watched it when I first got into Dance Moms and I love it so much because I'm a dancer. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, it's definitely old now. It's a little embarrassing, but that's where I was, so. It's like one of the most iconic videos from like my YouTube childhood, I feel. That's funny. Wow, an honor. So how many siblings do you have? I have two siblings. I have an older sister and a younger brother. We've seen your brother on the channel, but I don't think we've seen your yes. sister. Yeah, no, my sister doesn't really have much interest in being in YouTube videos, at least not on Mixie Pixie 7. She's been in a couple vlogs on my other channel, but she's very private, so I let her have that. <laughs> I know you have a dog. I've seen in like vlogs and your main channel videos as well. Has your dog ever ruined any of your doll stuff? I don't think so. There's been a lot of close calls. I just remember so many instances where I'll have a setup and he'll maneuver his way right past it, this close to touching one of the dolls. But I don't think I've ever had a big disaster, thankfully. And how long does it take you to make a video, like a stop motion on average? On average, probably about three days. I just filmed a five page stop motion and took about an hour per page. So it was a pretty quick one. Three days, I'm gonna say three days. So I think the first main topic we're gonna go into is YouTube because I'm pretty sure that's what most people know you from and are interested in hearing. So one big thing at the beginning of the year that kind of affected us all on AGTube was COPPA. So it's been a few months. I know I was really worried for nothing for myself personally, but I know that you had really strong opinions on COPPA. So any updates on how it's been for you and how it's affected your channel since January? Yeah, um, I think the biggest effect that it's had is, you know, losing comments. I think that's the biggest thing that is visual for everybody and not just on my end, like seeing analytics and things. That's been, I think, the hardest hit for me is just losing that community. It's so weird like wanting to watch, like watching a video and then being like, I'm gonna go comment or what should I comment? And there's nothing there and it's like really sad because so I know sad. one of my favorite parts of being a YouTuber is reading the comments. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's not unique to even just AGTube. So yeah, it's definitely been an adjustment but that's why I'm thankful for Patreon because I can post the video on there and then it's a smaller pool of comments but it's still like a community and I can still chat with people. So that's nice. Would you ever consider making your videos as not made for kids or do you not want to run that risk? 
I absolutely have considered it, but like you said, it is a risk and it's not one that I'm willing to take just because American Girl dolls specifically are marketed towards kids, you know, they're eight and up. So I feel like there's really no practical way for me to get around the system because if you look at, what are they, uh, just like the terms of service, like there's so many ways that they could catch me. I just don't think it's worth it. I feel like personally, cause like I heard in Canada, like because it's a US law, they can't like sue or fine or anything in Canada. Really? I'm not 100% sure, but like YouTube has to comply cause they're American. So that's why my videos are not made for kids. And also I have a way smaller audience. Like YouTube, you know, they kind of know you exist. You have like the plaque, like for 100K and all that stuff. You have to like watch yourself a lot more when you're a bigger channel, just because it's easier to get noticed if you're breaking a rule. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing in Canada. Maybe I should go <laughs> upload from there now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure just because it's like, we have like laws like to protect people, I think in Canada, but like COPPA is a federal law. Kind of like how in some states, some things are legal and like other stuff yeah, is yeah, not yeah. legal yeah so like yeah interesting i'm convinced it's not so much like i think it's just another way of youtube to like bring in more of the ad revenue for themselves because i'm still making some but it's like so much less so that's been a hard hit too you know what's so confusing about youtube like when they changed it to be like like the rules on how to get monetized it's like you want money you want advertisers then why are you like getting rid of so many potential people who can give you ads. Mm -hmm. That's what my thought was too, and that's what I still am trying to figure out how Family Channels and like Ryan's World, the one that started this whole thing, how they're staying afloat because, I don't know, it's just, it's really interesting because you, you would think YouTube wouldn't want to lose those big platforms. YouTube is like so weird, I don't understand so that. It's all about the money though, that's the thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So you are in college. You're about to start your third year in September, I believe. Yes. And how has balancing college and AG2 been? It's been a wild ride. <laughs> um, so I pre-film videos. Um, I feel like I'm very active in the summer. I go to a camp and so there's several weeks on end where I'm not home filming. So I'll take a week or two before I leave and just pre-film and I do the same thing for college. And then I'll come home on a weekend and maybe film two videos, you know, just like stocking up. And so I've been doing that since freshman year. So it's, it's a lot, but also I'm used to it by now. And then also being home from camp now, that's all I've been doing is working on videos and catching up on Patreon things. So it's a lot, but I enjoy it. First of all, I like being busy and I like feeling productive. And I think I can, I've learned to handle it pretty well. Have you ever been recognized in public in like a non-AG setting? So like not a meetup or an AG store? Um, I've been recognized at camp a couple times by campers, which was really neat. I have a shirt that I'll wear sometimes and people will say like, oh, I know that channel. I used to watch them when I was little, like people in my classes at school and I'll be like oh that's me and so that's always cool so I don't know if you count that as recognizing if it's me being like this is me yeah <laughs> I don't know if this counts like before a meetup I'll be at the mall or something and it'll be a couple hours early and someone will recognize me so that's always cool so what AGSMs that you've made or videos in general have been your favorites and why are they your favorites it's funny I feel like I'm my biggest critic but I guess that's normal for everyone um <laughs> I think my newer videos are the ones I'm most pleased with, like my Christmas Sisters special and then my Halloween special from 
2019? 2019, wow. Um, I'm really pleased with those just because I feel like since I've gone off to school and like actually been in film classes, I've been able to really better just the overall video quality of my stuff and just taking more thought into angles and dialogue in a way I haven't before. So I think that that's a big thing for me in deciding whether or not I'm pleased with the video is just like how, how, how it would stand compared to not even a stop motion. So I feel like my specials I put a lot of time into and I'm happy with those. I don't know, but my favorite videos of all are the ones I film with friends, hands down, not even stop motions. I just love pulling in my friends and family, getting them to play with my dolls and just like hear, hear what AGTube looks like to someone that's not a part of it. I think that's a blast and I never get tired of it. Those are always like so entertaining to watch and it. it's also kind of like recording a memory. Exactly. And like yes. what that person was like at that exactly. time. Exactly. That's funny you say that. My roommate is staying with me right now and we were watching the two that I filmed freshman year and sophomore year with my friends dressing the dolls today and just talking about our friends and being like, wow, they've changed so much or wow, they're still the same. It's just really neat. So yeah. I kind of do that with my own videos, like my old ones. I'm like, my voice was so high pitched yes. and like the camera quality <laughs> was like so bad. Yes, I'm the same way. You're your biggest critic every time. It's funny to hear people say what their favorite video of mine is and it be like six or seven years old. I'm like, wow, thank you. I don't know. I always like feel like my content is like kind of boring and I just, oh, I feel like no, with what? AGTube, oh. no, like, like I compare myself to other people a lot because it's kind of hard not to do that oh, yeah. in AG2 yeah. even though it's really negative and like you're like oh that's a good idea I should have done that or I, I know for me personally I wish I could do an AGSM because they get so much traction but I'm not cut out for those because I have no patience to make them. I bet you so, would yeah. make a really good one. Your channel is so aesthetically pleasing. I just imagine, I don't know, you're so good at what you do and that's the other Thanks. thing too. Like. You're so good at what you do, and so, I don't know, I feel how you feel about comparing yourself to people, though. Like, I tried, like, my first stop motion I ever made, it was, like, the night after I got Mary Ellen, and I filmed a stop motion on my phone, had a tripod then, which was good, like, I did it before bed, and then when I woke up, I finished it, but it was, like, way more rushed in the morning, I posted it, I was really proud of it back then, but grade nine happened, and unfortunately, I did have experience a little bit of bullying in I'm grade so nine, sorry. and they'd always use it's okay, but they'd always use that video to like tease me about it, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, Juniper, I lost my camera," and it's like, and I was like really ashamed of that video, kind of. And then more recently, I guess like two years ago, I did a quick like 30 second stop motion of a doll raising an ornament. But yeah, I'd love to make a AGSM. Maybe I'll do it for like the passion project I need to do to graduate next year, Ooh, but. That's a cool idea. And also, yeah. yeah, why not try again? I feel like it's been long enough. But also that's the thing too, if you truly don't enjoy it, then why, you know, why do it? Yeah. So. Like I feel like, like I like seeing the end result, so maybe yeah. if I like turn on Netflix or something. That's what know? I do. Yeah, definitely. I That's the only way I have time to watch anything. Because I love watching movies and love watching shows, but I don't have time otherwise unless I'm doing it while I'm doing something else. So a lot of people are wondering, are the Sophie Awards happening this year? And how are they going to be held? That was one of the questions I got from Instagram. So Yes, they're in the process of coming along. <laughs> that's really all I can say. Um, I've... I really haven't announced them except to my patrons. I posted 
a little something the other day of some old pictures from last summer and just said, hey guys, just letting you know, like this is happening, you're the first to know. And I asked them what categories they were hoping to see. So that's as far as I've gotten is putting the categories together. And then my next step is putting together a site where people are going to be able to put their nominations. So that's my project for next week. So they're coming along, slowly but surely. So when did you first notice your YouTube channel started taking off? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on what you think of taking off because for me, like I remember the 1,000 and 3,000 subscriber marks, those were huge. And to me that was taking off. Um, and those were like 2011, 2012 maybe. I think taking off in a more like more business sense probably my freshman year of high school that's when I got my first check from YouTube and it wasn't much but I think that that's when it finally occurred to me that this could be a business and this could be more than just a hobby so I guess I'll I'll give it like 2015 as the final answer so how do you feel about the current state of the AGTube community as someone who's been on the platform as a creator for a really long time because a lot of people are saying, oh, AGTube is dying and all these people are leaving. What are your whole thoughts on like AGTube as a whole right now? I really like that question, but it's a, it's a loaded question for sure. I think it's hard to say, it's hard to compare just because I've seen so many people rotate in and out again. Um, because when I first started, the community was very small and very tight knit and everyone knew everyone. You commented on everybody's picture or video and entered every contest. Like it was just so close. And then those girls grew out of dolls. And I remember vividly like a full month of just video after video after video of a girl saying, I'm doing makeup now and like that kind of thing. And so I saw that and then I don't know. I just feel like now it's less connected, especially with Instagram. I feel like a lot of creators don't even use their YouTube channel anymore and they find all of their community through Instagram. And I feel like I don't use Instagram ever. I don't have time to log on as much as I'd like. And so from my point of view, I feel like no one's on YouTube anymore. I don't know. It's interesting. And even just thinking of the channels that I watch, I feel like my list is a lot smaller than it used to be just because so many girls aren't active anymore. I do totally understand where you're coming from though because I know even talking with my own AGTube friends, you've got like AG Jitters, for example. She's very active on Instagram and then she posts and she tells me all the time, I need to post way more on YouTube. That's interesting. I'm the other way around. Completely the other way around. I have to... The only reason I really get on Instagram is to post a picture. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to update my feed a little bit. Like I'll go weeks without even thinking about it and I'll get on. I'll have so many unanswered DMs and comments that I need to respond to and it just hurt. Like I feel bad about it, but it's just, I think YouTube is my priority just to keep, especially for my younger audience who aren't old enough to have Instagram. Like I really want to keep in touch with them as much as I can. Another question from Instagram is, which of your dolls' personalities do you think is most similar to yours? This is also a hard one. I feel like depending on who, like, who I'm with and where I am, I, I feel like all of my dolls have a little bit of my personality in them, which is how I, I write for them. I just like turn on a different aspect of myself. Is that narcissistic? Maybe. I don't know. Um, no, it totally makes sense. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'd say when I'm with my fa my family, like my siblings and my parents, I relate a lot to like a Bryn or a Sage. Like I'm the peacemaker, but I'm also sassy. 
And then when I'm with my friends at school, I feel like I'm a Molly. I feel like me and one other friend are just very much the mothers of the group. The more like, guys, don't do that, you'll get hurt. I clean, I do all of that stuff. Not so much the cooking, but I don't know. I just feel like it depends on where I'm at and what responsibility I have. But I will say, I will say the personality of Reed is so close to my brother's. I'll have friends that know my brother watch videos with Reed in it and they'll like text me and just say why is Reed literally your brother because <laughs> he's modeled after him. The next topic we're going to go into is a bit about your personal life because you have a personal channel. So I, for last summer and this summer you did the camp counselor vlogs and I know this year I'm working at a day camp so I can relate to a few aspects <gasps> of it. Blast. But... Are you working there now? I saw you talked about work um, in yeah. the AG Spirit Studios. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Exciting. Yeah, because we have like pretty low cases where I live. So okay. we are like, we wear masks when we're with the parents and like the spotting kids because mm -hmm. it's a bike camp. Cool. But you know, I still relate to having kids. You are so camp. cool. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Not cool. That's a blast. I think it's but yeah, I know my mom, she was a camp counselor at a overnight camp when she was younger too. It's the best it job. It seems like so much fun. It's the best job in the whole wide world. I'm really curious to see how it can go up from here because I seriously feel like I peaked. I just, I love it. I think it's a blast. You can like run a camp. Yeah, true. I honestly see myself, or I don't see myself. That's really bold to say. I wouldn't be surprised if I ended up working for media at a summer camp after I graduate. I don't know. I, just, I love it. I love the atmosphere. I love people that work there. Camp is a weird vibe, but it's the best vibe. You get to make friends with all the other staff, and then there's like staff events that you do like after hours, and you get to meet a bunch of kids every week. And I'll admit sometimes they can be a handful and really stressful, but other times like you just miss the kids so much. Like I had such a good group of kids in my afternoon class last week, and I'm gonna miss them a ton. It's so hard letting them go. It's so hard letting them go. Thankfully at my camp, like a lot of kids come back. So oh, this awesome. week I'm teaching like two kids from my first week, which oh, is good. That's the best. Oh, good for you. Oh yeah, so what's the best part in your opinion about being a camp counselor? <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't ask you that because I feel like my answer is so lame and it sounds so rehearsed, but it's so true. Just everything, I love it all. I love working with a staff that's the same age as me and like growing with them and keeping up with them after camp is over. I love meeting so many kids and I hate letting them go, um, but I love the way that they rotate in and out and it's just every week is new and different. No morning is the same, even if it's, even if you're following the same schedule every day for 13 weeks, no day is the same and that's cool. It's just, I feel like also me and my roommate were talking about camp games, just the opportunities you have at camp are unlike any other, I feel like just with giant games of tag through the woods like when would you ever be willing to like jump in the lake with your pool with your clothes on in the real world i don't know i don't know there's just so many fun things so what made you decide to be a camp counselor and apply in the first place i've been going to that camp since i was 12 and i think just from the first day i was there seeing the way the staff staff interacted with each other and the way they loved each other i just felt called there i was like i'm gonna do this when i'm older and then when I was old enough, I did work crew. And so I was there for two weeks instead of one. And I got to work alongside the staff um, doing dishes and things and like see more in depth what they do. And I was like, okay, this is definitely for me. Then I got to CIT. And I think you and I have talked about CIT before. I don't know, maybe briefly. I kind of forget. 
Maybe. I talks a lot, so yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know, but CIT was when I first got a cabin and I knew, okay, I want to do this and get paid because this is kind of the best job ever. In university, you're a film major. I always think of you as like the trio of third year film majors with like Rockstar 13 Studios and AG Jitters. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm honored to be in that squad. I'm honored. Yes. What made you choose to major in film and what career do you want to pursue with that degree when you're older? <laughs> I think YouTube definitely had a huge hand in me choosing that major. Um, I've always loved film and I think YouTube was the outlet that encouraged, that helped me realize that it could be something that I could pursue. Um, after college, I really have my hand open to anything um, the Lord has for me. Like wherever I feel led, I'm ready to be there. My, I think an ideal dream, because people are like, okay, that's a dumb answer, like give me a straight up. So my straight up, I would absolutely love to be in the real film industry like Hollywood or Atlanta, like somewhere big making movies, whether that be directing, I would love to direct something one day, or even editing really interests me. But then small scale, maybe a little more practical for right now, I would also just really enjoy to do media for a company and just be able to edit and direct small things for them. Or, this is a little off, but also highly probable, maybe, hopefully, I'd love to do media for American Girl. That would be amazing. I think that amazing. would be so much fun. I don't know. I don't know if they'd hire me because of my YouTube, because I heard that you have to quit if you have a YouTube channel. Did Chloe quit? Like, I don't keep up with her channel, but, like, she works for American Girl with, like, a web series. I don't know. I know that AG Salon stylist works at the American used to work at the American Girl store in New York and they didn't know he had a YouTube channel for a while and then when they found out they asked if he would either like heavily monitor what he was posting or just stop posting. So I don't know, I think it depends on I guess the branch and who's in charge of you. But that intrigues me. When they came out with all of those jaw stop motions my mouth dropped open. I was like, this is what I want to do. That would be so cool. Who knows? AG, like, I know I grew up with the magazine and seeing all their pictures and, like, I miss the magazine. The behind the scenes and the back of the magazine? My favorite. Yes. So cool. I also love, like, the doll section that they had. Yes. I think they got rid of in, like, 2013. But, like, with the doll craft. Their little sets were so cute. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I loved the American Girl magazine. Like, that's what I'd love to do. Like, I'd love to photograph for American Girl, but just really see how they make all their sets. Yeah. Because, like, I so love cool. analyzing that. Oh, yeah, me too. I would love to. The year that they let uh, Autumn from... Oh, I always butcher her. Love with Autumn. Yes. When they let her on... Oh, yeah, her name's Valerie. When they let her on set, I was so jealous. I was like, that is... She's living every AGTuber's dream right now. That was the coolest thing ever. Who knows, maybe I'll end up doing something like that. Even like a few years ago when like they got together like five hens into the Z shoot in Seattle yes. or like Kara Lee LS. Oh yeah, I love them both. That'd be amazing. I follow Sydney so closely and I always tell her like, you are my inspiration. I love you. Like she's amazing. I could never. <laughs> I was able to meet her for Joss's release and like 
I was like so excited because I love her content so much. And I even got her to sign my Joss's foot, which is a fun fact. So Wow. She's like so sweet <laughs> she's and so she's so sweet. talented. She's so talented. She wrote me a letter while I was at camp. She wrote, she sent me a postcard with her photography on it. I was like, I'm gonna die with this. I, it's so sweet of her. She's the best. One of my dreams is honestly when the border reopens to like, and it's safe to go to USA again for me, but like to go to Seattle and like meet up with her and do a photo shoot with her. Cause like, I just want to work with her. That would be amazing. Y'all would be the coolest duo. Oh my gosh. Y'all could post. Oh my gosh. That would be so cool. Wow. I hope that happens. I'm, I'm here for that. Can we all just like meet up like a huge AG photography masterclass? Dude, and Sydney can teach it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. How cool would that be? Yeah. I'm in. See that? <laughs> yeah, get on the plane right now. Finally, the last topic is going to be American Girl as a whole. So I don't know if you've seen the leaks because you said you're not on Instagram a ton, but for Courtney Moore, like the new 80s doll, okay, mm -mm. I can text you the photos. I screenshotted them if you're interested in seeing them. Okay. Do you want to see them? Sure. Courtney Moore, she's supposed to come out in the fall. She's like the new Be Forever character, pretty much I want to get your first reaction to Courtney oh, Moore. Yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this raw This is footage. content. Yeah, for real. Great, hopefully I can perform. <laughs> no, yeah, I haven't been on at all. I saw something, I like flipped onto someone's story on accident and they were talking about Courtney. I was like, who is Courtney? Like, why are people talking about Courtney? Like, as if everyone else knows who Courtney is, but apparently I'm the only one out of the loop, so. Yeah, it was like everywhere the day the leaks first came out. Really? shows shows where I'm at now I'm excited bring it on okay I'm looking at the overview with like her sitting there she's very 80s as 80s as they come her she looks just like Mary Ellen that's what everyone's been saying like it's literally Mary Ellen give her blue eyes curl her hair interesting you would think I don't know I don't know how that would re be received but you would think they would frizz her hair a little bit but I don't know how you would market a doll with like crimped hair you know mm -hmm. if they're if they're wanting to do the 80s that they're trying for i like her boots everyone was hoping for a doc like a doll yeah, color I was too yeah but like it became such a big thing like i love one too and i know that like ag really needs to diversify their historical collection however there was never like any confirmed proof that she would be a doc However, like making a white doll is one thing, but making a white doll that looks exactly that they already like have? Mary Ellen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I want to say she's cute, but it's like, yeah, she's cute because she's Mary Ellen, you know? Um, I do, I'm not going to lie, I am a little jazzed about 1986. That's really fun, I think. I don't know. I love the 80s. My mom's going to flip. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to click on her close up. Oh, yeah. Totally cool. <laughs> I like her little denim. Her hair is intriguing. She's literally Mary Ellen, even with the side bangs. Yeah, and they styled it in a ponytail and everything. Is Mary Ellen retired? Nope. I hope they don't retire her because I love her collection. I feel like they should retire her if they want this doll in the line. Mary Ellen's like not even that old compared to some other dolls, and I think she's like pretty popular, oh, so I, I don't you know, know why they'd retire her. The thing with it all, and you touched on this when you were talking with Maddie in your other podcast, the thing with it all is, or maybe Maddie said it, I can't remember, um, 
they have to market towards the audience that they're seeing the most purchasing from. And so I guess Mary Ellen sells really well. And so that's obviously why they did it. But I do agree it is disappointing, but also the numbers don't lie. So there has to be some strategic marketing behind it. Like if anything, I wish they changed up her face mold. Like even like a Josefina mold yeah. would be a bit Ooh, cute. Maybe yeah. add some freckles. Just like make her slightly more unique. And I don't think I've noticed this before, but it looks like she has like a slightly like more orangey lip color than usual dolls. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it might just be the photo, but I'm not into that. I feel like they could have done so many fun things with their hair for the 80s. They could have cut it short and done like really volumized. I mean, I guess it's hard just because it's a doll and you still want them to, you know, use them. <sighs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm looking at Mary Ellen. No, someone's gonna buy her and love her. Yeah. But I, I probably won't be adding her to my collection unless American Girl graciously sends her to me for something. In which I won't keep her, I'll give her away. Oops, sorry, AG. But yeah. And then I'm looking at her accessories. So I showed the accessories to my mom because my mom, she was a late teenager, early uh -huh. 20s in Mine the 80s. Too. Yes. Yeah. And then she's the Walkman. I know my mom had one of those. Elastics, you know, kind of basic. Would have preferred more scrunchies, I guess. Is that a jump rope? What is that? I don't, or is that a I don't even know. It, it oh. looks like the ties that they use on a net. On a, I was about to say Netflix by accident. On a <laughs> necklace. Oh. But yeah, the headphones are cute though, and I love the Walkman. That is cute. I do wish. I feel like accessories from when I was younger, like buying, buying Molly and Samantha. Like I feel like. Actually, no, I take that back. I was going to say I wish the accessories were more intricate for how much you pay for them, but I guess they've always been not the fullest, you know, because it's like a hat and a bag and a handkerchief and a coin. Okay, I completely take back what I said. These are like extra hair ties, and I know I don't even use like doll hair ties most of the time. A necklace from far away doesn't look that intriguing. Why not a bag or something? Like the main reason I'd buy this is like the Walkman. Like, yeah. but... But for whatever price it's going to be, it's going to be way too expensive for just headphones and a Oh, yeah, in. for sure. Yeah, I don't have any intention. I do like... I really think the graphics are fun for the 80s with the squiggles. It reminds me of that show... I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's Zoom, and it's like all these kids... It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's very 80s, I don't 90s. I know it. <laughs> Sorry. It's um, okay. Her Whoa! Is that the girl from Stranger Things? Oh, is this a comparison to her, to Sadie Sink? I don't know. It probably is. I just saw this picture because I was just like, maybe I should screenshot them just in case. And I looked up hashtag Courtney Moore on Instagram. This one came up. I've never okay. actually watched Stranger Things. So. Oh, no way. Ooh, I love I'm it. just like, I'm not a huge TV person because I like, I don't watch a ton of movies. I watch more like reality TV, like Survivor. Um, That's what my roommate is watching this instant. She's in the other room watching it. Can't get into yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Anyways. But like, it's like not really my type of thing if i am gonna watch like a scripted show it'd be a comedy not into drama mystery wow okay you and i are very different in that way even just you not liking movies that like hurts my heart <laughs> like yeah. i watch them but like i have a short attention span so like okay, if i'm gonna fair. like devote like an hour and 30 minutes to something i'd much rather watch like a ton of youtube videos that that's valid i wish i had more time to watch youtube videos that's the other thing it's like so difficult. I feel like I'm the worst YouTuber. For being a YouTuber, I feel like I have no contact with anybody else. It's just funny. You upload like all the time, which is good, especially stop motions. I guess. 
I guess the trade-off is I have no friends. Like, YouTube friends. Like, I have no YouTube contact, you know. Interesting. That I think that's Sadie Sink from Stranger Things. But if it's not, then I'm, like, really freaked out at how similar her illustration looks. It probably is, because we've only really seen Courtney's meat outfit. And I feel like somebody posted a comparison. Interesting. Okay, yeah, final, final thoughts on that. She looks just like Mary Ellen, but I am excited for the era. I feel like her collection is going to be very fun. Hopefully, a lot of people have say, been saying hopefully it's not too stereotypical 80s with like very yeah, yeah, stereotypical yeah. things. With neon but... colors and things. Yeah, I love classic 80s, just jeans. And one of my favorite pairs of jeans is my grandma's from the 80s. And she's kept them all this time. And then I got them my senior year and they're my prized possessions. So... Yeah, I'm into the 80s. I'm looking forward to hopefully oversized sweaters and just yes. a lot of oversized oh. things because I love that. I almost wonder, with their new release, it was very geared towards, it felt like everything in it was what I wore when I was 12. It was like time travel a little bit, really weird, like with the headphones drawn on the shirt, pretty sure I had yeah. the same thing. I had those shirts. I think my sister had one I distinctly remember from like children's mm-hmm. place when she was younger. But I was never a fan of them because I was like, this is so fake. It doesn't look like I actually have a phone on me. <laughs> that's funny. Or the ones with like the purse and whatever. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I got with the new release vibes. And so I'm curious to know if the 80s release could be completely wrong, but it might be a little gesture to the older audience if it is a little more toned down. But I don't know. Her meat outfit seems pretty out there. Like yeah. Very stereotypical 80s. If they're gonna do a stereotypical outfit, I'd love like a neon workout outfit because like I feel like for a doll that'd be awesome. That means oh so cute. For regular clothing, I want it to be a little bit more realistic. I feel like you're onto something with the workout outfit. I feel like they've already got that locked down. That's so cute. It's AG. They're gonna do it. It's a stereotype. Oh, yeah. For so. sure. Yeah. That's funny. So moving away from Courtney for a sec. So what has it been like being a brand ambassador for American Girl? <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. And I really just tell people it's like my nine-year-old self is screaming inside of me. Like, I don't know, to have a representative that I can email and be like, hey, I want to have a meetup at this store. It's, it's such a privilege and it's such an honor that they see me as someone that could help with their brand. Um... It's such a blessing, honestly, and I don't deserve it. And um, I give away a lot of the things that they send me after I use them. Or if it's something that I like, don't want to use, I'll give it away new. Um, just because I think that I have way too much stuff and I really want to share it with everyone else. Because um, I'm so fortunate in that aspect. I don't know. It just feels like a dream a lot of the times because when I was little, I used to, I feel like every little girl dreamed of like getting to go to the American Girl store and pick out whatever they wanted. And it's not really like that for me now, but it feels like that sometimes getting a box of things that I wouldn't ever imagine spending money on. It's such a blessing. I don't know. It's very cool and I'm really honored and I truly don't deserve it. Finally, the last question is, what are your thoughts on the diversity of American Girl? Oh boy. (laughs) I think we have a long, long way to go. It frustrates me a lot. It's tough though, also. It's hard because the eras that they're choosing, like, they're trying to appeal to different audiences and, like, it's where the market's at. And so, like, as much as I agree with you, absolutely, we need another, we need so many more dolls of color of all different colors. It's like, those a lot of times the moms that are buying these are white 
and as like upsetting as it is that they don't want to buy their doll their daughter a black doll necessarily like like that's a lot of times what the market is and so from a business standpoint you have to stand back and be like okay I understand but that doesn't mean you have to be okay with it you know so in that sense I absolutely agree that American Girl has a long way to go and a lot to talk about and discuss amongst whoever's behind the next doll that comes out and the next doll after that and the next doll after that. I wish they would listen to the people that are like being very vocal about it. It's been interesting getting on and like they'll post something and someone will comment something and American Girl will respond but it's really not a relevant answer to what they're crying out about and that to me is a little frustrating but I don't know I feel like there's so much behind the scenes that we don't even see like what discussions are being had that we don't know about so I don't know I think we're all kind of in agreement that they have a lot of work to do so I think we all do compared to a line like Barbie which is also owned by Mattel Barbie like most successful doll line of all time pretty much they can afford to like not that it's like a risky thing to diversify their collection right but like over the years like they can do more changes like I still remember when like how many years ago was it but like when they kind of totally redesigned the fashionistas introduced like curvy yes. barbies tall barbies mm-hmm. and it was a that. huge thing and it was received really positively but i know ag has been going downhill in terms of like financials they just closed yeah. three american girl stores i did hear about that yeah i saw somebody on agig like did the math and everything and posted graphs about their earnings and i do think they american girl unfortunately they do have to save themselves from possibly going bankrupt and in order to do that, they do have to appeal to the consumers. And then mm-hmm. once they're financially stable again, they can take more quote unquote risks mm-hmm. in terms of like introducing dolls that maybe not as much as like not as many young girls would like necessarily go towards if they're this doll looks most like me type of thing. Yeah, I absolutely think that you said that so gracefully and very, yeah, well said. I hope that you put in your part, not even mine, just because you said that so well. Thanks. It is heartbreaking that a more risky move is not a blue-eyed blonde doll. Like, it does upset me that that is considered, if you don't do that, that it, it could be considered risky. But I do absolutely agree that as the consumer, we're not, they're obviously not gonna give us all the details with that being said thank you so much to mixy pixie 7 for coming on and doing the doll cast i really really appreciate it and i hope you guys got some of your questions answered or got to learn a little bit more insight from micah so be sure to subscribe to her channel and follow her on instagram those will be linked below and don't forget to follow me as well and subscribe to my youtube channel or if you're watching this on spotify follow the podcast on spotify i guess and give this video a thumbs up if you're on YouTube, and I'll see you guys soon with another video or an episode of Dollcast. Bye! I had no idea you were on Spotify. Wow! That is so cool. Let me, can I turn this off? Okay, bye. Bye, love you.